Thank you so much for being here. You have a very special edition of Inside Education today. Do you want to tell people what's on deck? What's on deck today is an interview with our 10 students that represented Mendocino County at the State Science Fair this year. The state held a virtual fair on April 13 and 14. Students were interviewed by state folks and they just released the results of the state fair on the internet. So uh, none of our students, I don't believe, received category awards. We will also receive special awards on Friday. Um, from the state fair. So we're going to hear the voices of the students. Yes, um, I interviewed them just this last Monday. And they're talking about their projects and uh, this will be a really big moment for them to be heard by the whole community, the whole county, about the excellent work that they did in the science fair. And I just want to say that I'm so excited about your show and it's one of the reasons that I love KZYX is getting to hear voices of your students and of people who work in education and the fact that you're a brand new programmer here. I think you've done, you've been live for four or five months now, right? Yes. What a time as an educator to have a program about education in Mendocino County. It's really true. I couldn't have had a better time with all of the experiences that educators have had through the pandemic. We've been able to bring a voice to them to be able to tell their story to the community Yep, and that's what this is the kind of program we are here asking you to support. Uh, if you are appreciate programs like Inside Education that really can only be brought to you by local community media, by local community radio, uh, there's an easy way to get involved here and support the radio station, and that is by making a donation. So you can go online and make an online donation at our website kzyx.org there's a donate button on the homepage on the upper right hand corner so michelle um shall we shall we go ahead and play the voices of your students yes that we're going to start with the first five students um so you'll be hearing from connor quigley from saint mary's of the angels you'll be hearing from tyler knight from Laytonville Elementary School. You'll be hearing from Eddie Bauer from Bauer Home School. You'll be hearing from Kyler Hall from Willits Charter School and Yifan Chan from uh, the Ukiah Independent Study Academy in the first half of the hour. All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Michelle Hutchins, County Superintendent of Schools. In today's edition of Inside Education, I'll interview Mendocino County Science Fair winners. Each year, local students in grades 3 through 12 submit science fair projects as teams and as individuals. Projects range from biology, chemistry, geology and earth sciences, environmental science and eco ecology psychology, health sciences, engineering and technology, and physics. Like many things in education, the pandemic changed the science fair from an in-person affair to a virtual event. Let's dive into the students' experiences. There were 10 students that represented Mendocino County in the State Science Fair this year. Uh, we are going to interview all 10. We're going to start with Connor Quigley from St. Mary's of the Angels School. Connor, would you please tell me, was this your first science fair? And if so, was it what you expected? Uh, yes, it was my first science fair. But no, I expected a board. I thought it would be easy, but it was hard and I had to step it up. And I, I learned a lot. So in what ways did you learn a lot? I learned that it wasn't going to be easy in the beginning because I thought it was going to be kind of just a couple of sentences and paragraphs. But I later learned that it was going to be like a lot of um, hard work too. And I learned a lot about my science project topic. So can you describe what your project was? My experiment tests the effectiveness of different exterior sightings and performing the required function of protecting your home against fire. So what inspired your project? Um, what inspired it was living in California and experience, experiencing increasingly historic and destructive fire seasons. Many people have lost their homes and businesses to fire. So I thought I should find the most fire resistant um, option to protect your home. Thank you. Was your hypothesis proven correct or not? It was, um, there were some correct parts and there was an incorrect part of my hypothesis. My hypothesis was that the cement fiber siding would not burn. The metal siding uh, 
or would melt and the wood siding would engulf in fire. But the cement fiber siding part was correct. It did not burn. The wood siding did burn. And the thing that was wrong with my hypothesis was the metal siding. The metal siding did not melt. It just changed color slightly for prototype one. The results did surprise you. Yes, they did. A bit. So what was your favorite part of doing your project? Well, my favorite part was conducting my science experiment at the Ukiah Valley Fire Department. Tell us a little more about that. Um, well, we can, uh, we, we um, made a fire simulation test at the um, main fire um, uh, department in Ukiah, the center one. And um, we made a fire simulation test and we tested the effectiveness of the different sightings under a 500,000 BTU torch to Good. see which one was fire resistant. Good. Did anyone support you in doing your project? Uh, my parents helped me out with buying the materials for my experiment and with safety. And my science teacher helped me figure out which category to submit my project in and told me how to submit my, uh, my project. Good. Was your science fair project just for fun? Or is this topic something that you want to pursue and learn more about in school? I'd like to continue this project by adding more like siding materials test. I like to add like a vinyl or a brick siding to find out which is more fire resistant or some other kind. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? I wouldn't change anything because they did a great job. Well, thank you, Connor. I really appreciate your time today. And again, this is Connor Quigley, sixth grade student at St. Mary's of the Angels School. Thank you, Connor, for your time today. Thank you much for this opportunity. Yeah. This is Tyler Knight from Laytonville Elementary School. He is a sixth grader. Tyler, would you please tell me if this was your first science fair? And if so, was it what you expected? No, this was not, this was not my first science fair. This is actually my third science fair. Your third science fair? Third time to county, but this is my first time to state. How was it different this year being a virtual fair? It was different because I wasn't able to drop off a physical science board. Instead, I had to make a Google slide and a PDF PowerPoint. The hard part was not being able to get help from the teachers like we would in person. Can you describe a little bit for the listeners today what your project is and what inspired it? My project was about water purification techniques. I tested three methods three times each from a large bucket of water collected from my creek. I recorded the results of the pH, bacteria, and parameters with test strips. I tested boiling water, iodine tablets, and UV light purification pen to see which one most consistently purified the water. Tell me a little bit about whether or not your hypothesis was proven correct or not, Tyler. My hypothesis was that the UV light purification pen would work the best, and I was correct. It kept the water the cleanest and most normal pH out of all the tests without adding any chemicals. Did these results surprise you in any way? Yes. The boiling water raised the pH way above normal level every time, and that surprised me. How did you get support? Did anyone support you in doing your project, either teachers, parents, or did you mostly do this on your own? Yes, my mom supported me through all of this. She helped take pictures, ordered all the materials I needed, ran the timers for me, and held the thermometer while the water boiled. She also helped me change the format for state and check that I had the information where it's supposed to go. My teacher, Norma, helped with the registration of county and my format of slideshow for county. I did the testing and the idea was all mine. What was your favorite part of participating this year in your project? My favorite part was finding the results to the test and, I, and that I was correct. Was this science fair project just for fun? And now that you're done, is this something you want to pursue and learn more about? This was a fun project, but I do not see myself going further with this exact project. No. I will later continue to learn survival techniques through. Last year, my project was on fire building, which is another survival technique. Ah, you're very interested in survival skills. Yes. Those are good skills to hone. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? I would change the number of slots to go to the state, allowing more kids through. I'd like to increase the number of kids going to help encourage others to participate in science fair and not feel let down. Well, I thank you very much for your time today. I thank you for this opportunity. Okay. All right. Thank you. You have a great day. Thank you for joining us. 
And I have with me Eddie Bauer, a sixth grade student who is um, homeschooled. Eddie, would you please tell me whether or not this was your first science fair? No, this is not my third science fair. This is actually my third science fair. Your third science fair. So tell me how it was different being a virtual fair this year. It's different to do virtual, being interviewed in person. You're not standing in a room with other people getting interviewed at the same time. In your other two science fairs, what were were your projects a similar theme? No, all of them were different. Tell me about this year's science fair. Tell me about your project. My project was about the different, the height difference of plants in a burned and unburned area from last year because of the big burn. What inspired your project? Well, about three years Two or three years ago, my mom had me read a paper on the Native Americans, how they would use controlled burns to like get all the nutrients from the other plants that were producing as much food, all the nutrients back into the ground to new plants that would grow and use that nutrients to reproduce more food. Was your topic at all influenced by the pandemic? No, it was not. What about your project? Was your project influenced by the pandemic at all? Did, did how you go about your project, was it at all different or at all influenced by the pandemic? I guess it just felt kind of different because there weren't as many cars on the road as there usually would be. Gotcha. What was your favorite part of your project? I would have to say my favorite part would be digging up the samples. Digging up the samples. What about that did you like? Well, digging. Digging. <laughs> it was also not too much fun like going there because it was like a half an hour drive and I get car sick very easily and since we haven't been going in the car that much often I have been getting more and more car sick whenever I go in the car because whenever we drive from Walla to Point Arena I would get super car sick when usually it's like when I'm going to Santa Rosa I get car sick. Then that was a little bit of an effect that the pandemic did have on your project. Yes, and I went, we had to go two times because the first samples, I don't know why, but I was really tired when we took the first samples, but the second samples, I wasn't as tired. Did anyone support you in this? Your parents? My mom did. My dad was mainly at the office and like taking care of a bunch of stuff because he's a, he owns the water company here. So he had to take care of a lot of things. Is your science fair project just for fun or is this topic something that you want to pursue and learn more about? Right now, I think that I am done with it, but in the future, I may want to go on with it. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? I would have everybody be able to have an interview, but it would just being consecutive in a couple of days not just in one day you get to, or like a couple hours you get to do an interview or you don't and eddie did you win any special awards in the county science fair this year yes i got an honorable mention i got one other one i don't remember and i also got a i got moved up to the state science fair um i do believe you received the uc anr hopland research and extension center for excellence in environmental science and ecology Award. Probably. I that was know. yours. I, I was, my mom was watching the ceremony. I was hanging out with my friends on the trampoline. All right. Well, I remember reading your name for that award. So, congratulations. Well, I- it was my mom's birthday that day so we had literally made her like a throne of pillows and made her a cake a keto cake because well it was she's doing keto good that's very nice of you Excellent way to celebrate mom's birthday. All right, Eddie, thank you very much for your time today. Anything else you want to tell the listeners on Community Sported Radio? No. This is Kyler Hall Jimenez, an eighth grade student at Willits Charter School. Kyler, tell me, was this your first science fair? Um, no, it was not. I've been doing science fairs since third grade. Since third grade. How was it different this year being a virtual fair? It was a lot more. I was stressed out a lot more. It was kind of hard to find meeting times. Can you describe your project, Wasting Wabbits? Yes. I found out the stride length between the two different breeds of rabbits. Which two breeds? I tested the Britannia Petite and the English Spot. Did any of the results surprise you? Yeah, they did actually. I was, so the English Spot is a much 
not much larger, but it's a bigger rabbit than the Britannia Petite. I was thinking that they would have, like, the English spot would have a larger stride length, but actually, I think the Britannia Petite ended up having a, a larger stride length. Oh, it was a surprising result. Yeah. What inspired this project? I did a rabbit project in sixth grade, and that was really fun. I'm pretty sure it had to do with their respiratory rate, and I did one in seventh grade, and that one was also really fun, and I might as well was just like, okay, like, let's just do one again, because, I don't know, I guess I like rabbits, so. Then one of my questions for you is whether or not this project is just for fun, or whether this is a topic or something you want to pursue and learn more about. Like, you're talking, like, all together? Yeah. Or, like, so rabbits in general i think they're pretty interesting like i would love to learn more about rabbits i don't think it was just like oh i'm gonna do this for fun like i think it was like i did this before i want to learn more about rabbits specifically do you raise rabbits no i don't is this bringing an interest to want to raise rabbits? Yeah. I mean, I've always want kind of, like, ever since I met the person who I've used her rabbits for my science fair, like, I've always just kind of wanted this pet rabbit in general. We, at my school, we would have, we had rabbits here one time, and I would take this one rabbit home over the summer for spring break, winter break. I would be the caregiver, basically, for that one rabbit. Then what was your favorite part of this project? Probably testing in general, handling the rabbits and making, like, having them run back and forth in a long table and looking through the, through the footage that we took. Did anyone support you in this project? Did you have teachers, parents, or was this project done mostly on your own? The, so the person that owns the rabbits and I was, the rabbits that I was using, she helped me with my project. A friend? Uh, yeah, basically. She's, I guess I could say more, I'm more of her student, basically. Like, She's an aide here at the school. So, so. a mentor. Yeah. A mentor. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? I would probably pick a few more students from each school to go to state. Because I think, was it only three that came from the charter school? You had four from Willits Charter School. Oh. Four of the six students came from Willits Charter School. Okay. Well, I thought, I didn't know it was four. I thought it was like only three or something. Mm -hmm. I'd probably choose a few more to go to county and one or two more to go to state in general. Give more students an opportunity is what I'm hearing you yeah. say. Yeah. Nice. Well, I thank you for sharing your experiences today. Appreciate yeah. the time. This is Yifan Chan, a ninth grader at Ukiah Independent Study Academy. Yifan, would you tell me, was this your first science fair? It's actually, I think, my third or fourth already. Your third or fourth. What? How is it different being in a virtual science fair from your other previous experiences? Definitely a bit more um, strange, I guess. Typically, we... Sorry, I have a neighbor who is constantly revving his engine outside right now. <laughs> so anyways, um, this science fair is quite different for me than others because of the format, first of all, and also the amount of participants. So this year, there's actually a lot less people at my... Uh, at the um, UUSD science fair. I think that was only 10 or so. And also with, with the interviews, it was a bit harder to, I guess, demonstrate our project and a bit harder to communicate. But other than that, I think it was a pretty great science fair this year. Thank you. So you felt the virtual format made it more difficult to really share all aspects of your project? Yeah. I could see that. Can you describe your project to our listeners today? My project is about observing the cooling performance of water from different temperatures. So I wanted to see whether water from a higher temperature would cool faster or maybe even freeze quicker than cooler water. So I used three different temperatures to um, test my theory. So I used 70, de 70 degree water and 30 degree water and 10 degree water to test my theory. What inspired this project? For me or for my family, we don't really freeze things very often. And I get quite impatient when, I, when we do. So I wanted to figure out a way to make things go faster, I guess. Then did the pandemic have any any influence on your project or how you went about doing your project? Initially, I thought there wouldn't be a science fair this year. So I didn't really have any projects, project ideas going yet. When the science fair was announced, I had to come up with an idea. And while I already did have some ideas for for a science fair, those would have taken too long or have or would require me to use some resources that were unavailable. The pandemic definitely did influence my my decision making for my for my project. What was your favorite part of this project? I think the favorite part of my project was probably figuring out how to measure um, the temperature of the water. So I started out with um, using a Raspberry Pi and an Arduino 
a Raspberry Pi is one of those little project boards, electronic project boards that you can use to um, gather data and all that stuff and learn a bit of programming as well. But unfortunately, I accidentally, um, I accidentally burned out uh, my sensor when using that. So then I had to um, find another way to measure the temperature, which after looking on Amazon for a while, I, did, I got some um, temperature data loggers. Um, some Bluetooth ones. Yeah, that was a pretty fun experience, or not fun at the time, but fun now. Did anyone support you in this? Teachers, parents, or did you mostly do this on your own? I mostly did this on my own, but my dad did help me with the planning stage. Like with, um, he helped me figure out how I wanted to measure the temperatures and of course, the programming, because I wouldn't have been able to learn it all on my own. So yeah, my dad helped me at the start of the project. Was your science fair, was this project just for fun? Or is this a topic on something you want to learn and pursue, you know, pursue and to learn more about? It's, it's both, but um, mainly for fun. This topic, if I wanted to get into it, would be a bit too difficult to investigate because even with my project, I couldn't really figure out why hot water would cool faster than cool, cooler water. So it's definitely more for fun. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? I guess I liked how this year science fair went. Apart from the apart from the CFS conference, um, conference software. So basically every time a judge would um, drop in or drop out, everyone would everyone's mic would mute and the cameras would turn off. But that's probably a CFS problem and not a, a problem with this year science fair. Be fun. I appreciate your time today and thank you for sharing. Is there anything else you'd want to share with our listeners today about your experiences? I think that's all for now. Uh, okay. Thanks for interviewing me. Thank you. Really appreciate the opportunity. This is Michelle Hutchins, County Superintendent of Schools. You are listening to Inside Education, where we are covering the Mendocino County Science Fair. This year, we had 212 students submit 155 projects, which represented 23 local schools. Projects were reviewed by 54 judges who voted to advance the top 10 submissions to the California State Science Fair. I am interviewing the top 10 students that, whose submissions were sent to those that state fair. Mendocino County students in grades 3 through 12 submitted science fair projects as teams and as individuals. Um, I want to mention a few of the special awards. Yi Kit Chan from Instilling Goodness Developing Virtues School received the California Association of Professional Scientists Award. This award recognizes students' scientific study and encourages them to continue developing their scientific interests. Students eligible for this award must be in grades 7 through 11 and meet certain criteria that was developed by CAPS. Aiden Lockwood Chanel from Willits Charter School and Casey Maynard from River Oak Charter School received the Outstanding Young Scientist Award. Connor Quidley from St. Mary's of the Angels and Eddie Bauer from Bauer Homeschool received the UC ANR Hoplin Research and Extension Center for Excellence in Environmental Science and Ecology Award. Savannah Rohrbaugh from River Oak Charter School and Adelin France from Willits Elementary Charter School received the John the Paul Jones Poulton Award, which is an avant-garde award, which honors Jones Poulton's efforts in spearheading the county science fair. This award recognizes projects that would be characterized as advanced, unorthodox, or experimental. And then Logan Devine from Willits Charter School received the Evelyn Smith Science Award. Evelyn Smith was a much-respected science teacher, educator in Mendocino County. So these projects all were um, given their awards at Mendocino County Science Fair this year. So this show would not be possible without the work and, and the support that you give KZYX. KZYX um, is essential in really bringing a local voice to the community. And this is Alicia Bales live in the studio with Michelle, who is our county superintendent of schools, as we mentioned. Uh, but I just want to take a moment to celebrate the coolness 
that is all of these kids and their voices and the fact that we are hearing them because we have a community radio station where we get to just delight in these kids, their curiosity and their accomplishments for an hour here on a Thursday afternoon. And if you think that is cool, like I do, uh, we are in our spring fundraising drive and we would love it if you would donate on the web at kzyx.org and click the donate button on the homepage. We're just going to take another moment to talk about the glories of KZYX and ask you to support it uh, before we go back. And we've got five more interviews. Five more students to interview today. Yes. So cool. So KZYX really is a forum for Mendocino County students, educators, and partners to share and discuss key education issues and how they affect us locally, like the process of reopening our schools in a pandemic, the ability to interview students and their successes. These things would not be possible without your support of KZYX. And one last thing that we wanted to mention before we head back into the the student interviews, and that is this this incredible collaboration between MCOE and KZYX that has come up this year, thanks to you, Michelle. Well, it's true. We we had the we had a neat opportunity. KZYX was looking for a remote studio to be located in Ukiah. Having just reorganized the Mendocino County Office of Education's buildings in Ukiah, we had freed up one of our portable buildings. So we had an unused space. So it was a natural offer to tell KZYX that yes, you can come move into this space and make your remote studio right here on the MCOE campus. So yeah, so therefore we have this great collaboration where Ukiah programmers now, we can kind of recruit and organize for folks who maybe can't drive to the Philo studio to volunteer to be programmers, but they can get to Talmadge to the Ukiah remote studio. And so in August of this year, we opened up that remote studio. And also we we made an agreement with MCOE that that studio can be used for adult education yes when the pandemic is over correct yeah we can educate other people to do their own programming from the studio and i i will say as a young programmer a new programmer uh, kzyx's staff is extremely helpful in helping you learn how to utilize the equipment in the studio and how to produce your radio shows to sound like you've been doing this for years well, and it is wonderful when you find a programmer who has so much to say, right? So much that needs to be said, especially giving a forum to educators and to students in our community. So let's get back to your conversations with the science fair folks. Yes, this next half an hour, we're going to hear from Yikit Chan, Aiden Lockwood Chanel, Danielle Skinner, Logan Devine, and Abigail Sheriff. So let's let's hear what they have to tell us. This is Yi Kit Chan, an 11th grade student instilling goodness to, and developing virtues school. This is a secondary school. She's in 11th grade. Yi Kit is the oldest uh, student that represented Mendocino County in the state science fair this year. Yi Kit, would you tell us a little bit about whether or not this was your first science fair? It actually was not my first science fair. Science fair has been an annual activity for me since I was in ninth grade. Since you were in ninth grade. How was this one different, being a virtual science fair? It was my first time using the Z-Fairs platform. The virtual interviews, I guess, it was just as nerve as it would be for an in-person science fair. I think the judges were quite well. Can you describe your project to us and what inspired it? Yeah, so I noticed that the pandemic has exacerbated stressors, sleep issues, academics, health concerns, and class time distraction. And I observed a lot of my classmates in their transition to virtual learning. And I was curious about the sleep quality and stress of students in different learning modes. Then your topic was very influenced by COVID. Yes. Tell me a little more about how the pandemic affected your project or your choice in a project. The educational environment that COVID brought about was basically the whole foundation of my investigation. So the pandemic gave me the opportunity to survey many remote learning students. And um, they probably would not have been in online school otherwise. And I think that gave me a lot of different insights 
valuable insights. Then your entire hypothesis was developed by the COVID outbreak. Did the results of your hypothesis surprise you in any way? I hypothesized that hybrid students would report better sleep quality and lower stress than remote students. And but I was proven proven wrong, actually. Um, there weren't any significant differences in the stress and sleep quality of students in different learning modes. They were pretty much equal. What do you think that's telling us? Maybe that students in different learning modes have similar levels of stress, but they might have different sources of that stress. And regardless of their environments, they might care just as much as the various factors in their lives. What was your favorite part of doing this project? I think watching all the responses come in every day and seeing them come in from different countries all over the world was really interesting for me. Is there anything more you want to say about that? Yeah, I actually managed to get responses from other continents such as Asia, South America, even Australia. And I was surprised that just putting a simple link online could get such a response. It's a global world today. (laughs) You're proving that. Was this project just for fun or is this a topic and something you want to pursue and learn more about? I think I definitely would like to learn more about the topic. Initially, it was just something that I was curious about, but now I think I can take it a bit further. Maybe see if I can reproduce the study during a post-pandemic context. To see if sleep is affected um, students learning in different modalities post-pandemic? And also to see if there are a difference in the average sleep and stress levels after the pandemic. Yeah. Kit, did you win any other awards um, at the County Science Fair this year? Uh, yes. I also won the CAPS Award, which, is, which stands for the California Association of Scientists and I was quite honored to receive that award as well as the state qualifier. Well, congratulations. It is an excellent project and much deserving of that award. Thank you. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Well, if anyone is considering researching a topic that they're personally interested in, I would say go for it. Thanks for that advice. We'll take it. So this is Aiden Lockwood Chanel, a sixth grade student at Willits Charter School. Aiden, was this your first science fair? This was my fourth science fair. Your fourth science fair. Tell me how it was different being a virtual science fair. First off, the virtual thing, you know, the computers, the online and all that stuff, that that was kind of weird. And putting all your stuff making sure you have to insert your files and your pictures that was kind of weird and strange and hard can you describe your project and what inspired it my project was is natural weed killer better than roundup the reason i was inspired by this was because my grandpa gave me a whole bunch of roundup and one of my moms her name's michelle and she said she didn't want to use it because it could cause cancer and stuff like that and the stuff in there cause cause cancer but my other mom and i we didn't really want to we were like "Mm, we still want to use it we don't believe you but but yeah so we tried it because of uh we tried it because we wanted to see it would work better was your hypothesis proven correct or not uh it was actually proven wrong because the natural weed killer did kill the weeds better than the um better than the roundup but the thing is is that this the thing the main like the main ingredient that i used was red like red dye and when i did my research on that i found out that it's actually toxic and so so the results surprised you yes it did yeah what was your favorite part of your project my favorite part was probably uh, doing my, the research and finding out all this stuff that I didn't know before I did this project. Did anyone support you in this? Any teachers, parents, or was this done mostly on your own? I did do a lot of this stuff on my own, but I have to give a lot of credit to my mom and my science teacher. His name is, is uh, Mr. Brian. Uh, he helped me a lot. He gave me a bunch of ideas and he just 
was there for me a lot of the time. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? Well, I would, what I would do is I would make sure that the people like who are getting judged are like calm and relaxed and not freaking out. So I would like, I would like check, I would say, hi, I like your project. Your project's cool. It's cool. <laughs> did you have a, did you have an experience with a judge you want to tell the listeners about? Uh, when I was uh, getting judged, um, uh, my heart was pounding really fast and I thought it was going to explode. I was so scared. So scared. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate Again, this is Aiden Lockwood Chanel, sixth grade student at Willits Charter. So this is Danielle Skinner, a sixth grade student from Laytonville Elementary School. Tell me, Danielle, was this your first science fair? No. Well, it's not my first science fair. I did the science fair last year, but I couldn't make it to state. This is my first time going to state. You have only experienced a virtual fair because last year's fair was virtual as well, correct? Yes. Okay. Tell us a little bit about your project and what inspired it. What I did for my project is I collected chicken eggs and hatched them, and I was seeing what the hatch rate was and seeing if the fertilization would decline. And I was inspired because we got chickens about a year ago, and I've always wanted to hatch their eggs. This was kind of the perfect time to do it because I had a reason to hatch eggs and we were just ready to do this. Did the pandemic affect your project in any way? I don't think so because this project was like only at home. This like we we didn't need anything that we could only get during like normal times and I don't think that it would matter if it was just normal or COVID. Um, I, um, I think it would be the same. Okay. So tell me what your favorite part was about your project. I think my favorite part of the project was watching the chicks hatch. Because it was like my first time watching this happen. And it did not go as I expected it would go. It took a long time for each egg to hatch. And... Once they hatched, it was really cute because the chicks would walk, well, like, they would kind of waddle around because they still had membranes stuck to their feet, which is, like, the gooey stuff and in the egg. And so they would be waddling around in the um, incubator, and that would stimulate the other eggs to grow. I thought it was really cool. Did anyone support you in your project? Any teachers, any parents, or did you mostly do this on your own? Well, I mostly did it on my own, but my mom helped me. Like, So we had to keep the humidity up in the incubator, so she would put water in it sometimes when I wasn't available to. And she would help keep an eye on the eggs and the incubator. And she also helps take care of the chickens. This science fair project, was this just for fun? Or is this topic something you want to pursue and learn more about? I think that I want to learn more about it because we're going to be hatching chickens a lot. We're going to start a business maybe. And we're going to be hatching chickens a lot. So we got to figure out like what is the best time. Like because it's so we collected groups of eggs at different time periods. And we're seeing which one, which time like so you store an egg for like three days if that's like the best time to store an egg not like two weeks we're seeing we're trying to see which one hatches the most so we have higher hatch rates when we're hatching chickens and i think this is really important because then um we'll have more chickens to sell we'll make more money and we don't want the chicks to like die in the egg or have trouble hatching because the time uh, storing the eggs could be a variable of, well, it is a variable, but like could be like could cause the egg to not hatch or cause the chicks to have trouble. We're not sure yet, so we're gonna keep uh, researching and doing this project more and more. We just gotta see what's the best thing to do when hatching chicken eggs. Good. So this is a business for you. 
Yes. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? Well, I think I would make the application to county and state a little bit easier because it was really, really frustrating because there was a lot of things you had to like write down and sign and it was just so hard. We, we got it done eventually, but I would definitely make that a little bit easier. Well, thank you for that advice. We will take that to heart and attempt to make it an easier process next year. Thank you. Anything else you'd like to share with our uh, listeners today? If anyone wants to do this project, I encourage them to if they want to learn responsibility and they like chickens, of course. To everyone, don't be discouraged if your hypothesis is wrong or something, because mine was wrong. And it just, it was a learning experience. Danielle, thank you very much. Again, this is Danielle Skinner, Laytonville Elementary School, 6th grade. All right, so this is Logan Devine, a 6th grade student at Willits Charter School. Logan, was this your first science fair? This wasn't my first science fair, but it was my first time being old enough to get like into county and state. This was the first time that you knew the competition was real? Yes. Can you describe your project and what inspired it? Well, my project was Can Deleted Files Be Recovered, which basically just shows that files are never really deleted. It was inspired by the fact that like the day before I had to start choosing an idea, I had ended up deleting a file that I needed back. I actually deleted the file that I was brainstorming ideas. What did you do? I recovered it. And you were I said, all right. Why not do turn this into a project? Into your science fair project. Yep. So was your hypothesis proven correct or not? It was proven correct. Was so the results then did not surprise you? Well, the results did surprise me about how, how high the recovery chances were. Tell me a little more about that. The cover chances pretty much were stable at like 98% the whole time, no matter how much, because I deleted a file and then wrote to the hard drive before attempting recovery to simulate usage. And I expected it to really drop with the more I wrote to the disk, but it didn't really vary that much. Oh, so the results were surprising. Yes. Was your topic influenced by COVID or did the pandemic affect your project in any way? Um, no, it wasn't influenced, and it probably actually made it easier. In what way? Uh, well, I didn't have to make a physical presentation. Uh, gotcha. So what was your favorite part of doing your project? Doing the interviews for state. What about the interviews did you like? Well, there, it was a little intense, that's one thing. <laughs> so you liked the intensity? Yeah. Anything else? Not really. Not that I could think of. Did anyone support you in your project? Any teachers, parents, or did you mostly do this on your own? Mm, it was mostly just myself. Was your science fair project just for fun? Or is this topic something you want to pursue and learn more about? I'm not really sure. I think it's just a one and done, but I might learn more about the recovery chances with other storage mediums, maybe for next year. Other storage mediums? What types of mediums might you explore? Um, solid state type drives. Solid state drives? If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? Um, I would have changed the way they worded the instructions for the interviews. Because I thought I was going to have a two-hour interview based on the way they explained it in the email. When it was actually, you could have between zero to four interviews within a two-hour block and never outside that block. Oh, interesting. How would you change it? Telling people that there will be a certain amount of, instead of saying you only have to be, you have to be ready for two hours at max. That confused me. They made me think there was going to be a two-hour interview. So making making them explain that they are allocated in ten-minute chunks, but you could have multiple that fill up to a two-hour block, and never outside that block. Did you win any other awards outside of being chosen to be the state science fair representative, one of the 10 students to represent? I uh, won one of the special awards from county, but I don't remember what it was. Was it the Evelyn Smith Science Award? Yes. It was. Good. Well, congratulations on winning that award. Well, thank you for sharing your experiences today, Logan. This is Logan Devine, sixth grade student at Willits Charter School.
This is Abigail Sheriff. She's a sixth grade student at Willits Charter School. Abigail, was this your first science fair? This was my first time going to state because you can only go in sixth grade or up. In sixth grade or up. So you did do other science fairs, however? Yeah, I've gone to county every year since third grade. Since third grade. How is it different being a virtual fair this year? It's different because you don't have to stand there all day and I feel like they didn't know as much about my project and they asked less questions about my project and more about what I used. Do you want to expand on that at all? Like they were asking questions, what are your materials? How exactly did you use those materials to do that? And that's not usually the questions I got when I went to county. Okay. Can you describe your project and what inspired it? I was trying to see which type of wax, paraffin, soy, or beeswax, would have the most grams of wax after burning for an hour. And I wanted to do this project because last this year for Hanukkah, we didn't have any candles. And I wanted to make some to for to use and that like <laughs> that made me think about what type of wax burns for the longest and how which type of wax makes the best flame was your hypothesis proven correct or not my hypothesis was incorrect because i thought that the beeswax would last the longest because they had a higher melting point but actually the soy lasted the longest hmm. So the results, did they surprise you? Yes, they did, because the beeswax had a higher melting point, which I thought would mean it would last for a longer amount of time because it took longer to melt. But the soy wax, I think, just didn't have as high of an intensity of a flame, which didn't use as much wax up. Was your topic influenced by COVID, or did the pandemic affect your project in any way? Um, My project wasn't really influenced by COVID, but... It did, like, mess with my project on how much help I got and the interviews, and it just was way different than actually going in person. Mm-hmm. So the distance learning aspect was yeah. hard for you. Yeah. What was your favorite part of doing your project? I really liked making the candles because I measured out each type of wax and put them in each little tin and then got to melt them and stick the wicks in. Did anyone support you in this? Teachers, parents, or was this done mostly on your own? I had a lot of help from my mom. She helped me like format my project and make sure I didn't get burnt with the fire. Was your science fair project just for fun or is this something that you want to pursue and learn more about? I think it was more just for fun because I wasn't super dedicated to this topic and I don't know how far I'd go with researching and going on. If you were in charge of the science fair, is there anything you would do differently? I would definitely make instructions way clearer and I would make sure I read over the person's project very thoroughly. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe ask the students which type of questions they'd like like not as specific certain words that to ask about but like what was your project about abigail thank you this is abigail sheriff sixth grade student willits charter school a big thank you to today's guests congratulations to all of the students who successfully competed in this science fair this is a multi-level event It begins in the classroom, where teachers inspire students to take on a project that sparks their interest. Big thanks to the teachers, MCOE staff, and volunteers who supported students who managed the logistics from the original spark to the school-level science fairs to our county event. This is Michelle Hutchins, County Superintendent of Schools with Inside Education, broadcasting from the MCOE Remote Studio. Thank you for listening to Community Supported Radio. Well, that concludes today's show of Inside Education. And it does give me great pleasure to be able to give the 10 students a voice today to be able to describe their projects to the Mendocino community. Now, Michelle, 
how on earth did you put that show together? That was amazing. You talked to 10 students about their science fair projects. We did, and, and I actually, this was one of the most uh, labor-intensive shows I've put together so far. We had to line up, first we had to get the 10 students available within a two-hour time slot with all the same Zoom link so that I could individually interview each student. I had some assistance from Shane Hildebrand, our continuous improvement specialist at Mendocino County Office of Education, who helped me manage the Zoom room and having students in waiting rooms so that I only had one student at a time live on the radio. We then pre-recorded the show at the, the remote studio. It was probably two straight hours of raw footage. We then basically honed it all down using the Audible software and took out the pieces where we were sound checking the students and getting them comfortable to talk with both of us, making sure that they felt really comfortable talking about their projects. Uh, we walked through some of the questions. I asked them if there was any questions they weren't comfortable talking about so that I wouldn't ask them those questions. And and then any other questions that they were really hoping I would ask them, so I would make sure to ask follow-up questions in those areas. Um, and then we, um, so there was a lot of editing. It was yeah. late in the night, because um, unfortunately, <laughs> due to the fact that the Chauvin trial was being announced the day we had planned to co-edit the, the, the piece, um, it really left me somewhat on my own to do the editing. But the software's not that tough. I mean, it was actually pretty easy to learn. Um, and so be, having a little flexibility as a programmer for KZYX is important, um, but you really do get a lot of support from the staff to be able to produce your show. So after I finished doing the production, I sent it to my Dropbox folder and shared it with staff at KZYX, and they helped me a little bit making the students sound a little better because some of them had to talk through masks and were a Just bit a muffled. little bit of work on the levels but so yeah. i got some help with the levels and then i came down into the um, philo studio today for the flash drive and we were able to play the the pre-recorded show and then be live on the air and talk to each other about what a great job those students did yeah so an incredibly ambitious idea that you made happen through many, many, many hours of work for this one hour of radio. Yeah. And that's, in a nutshell, kind of our lives here at KZYX. It's just, we've got a whole lot of people with a whole lot to say, and everybody pours their hearts into these, these shows and bringing these voices to you here at KZYX. Uh, and we appreciate, it's the same with our members though. You know, everybody who listens and who supports the station really steps up every time we ask on during these on-air fundraising drives. And we come to you now twice a year and we ask you to put your money where your ear is and go online, uh, kzyx.org and, and make that web donation acknowledging all of the above and beyond work that you did to bring those amazing student voices to us this afternoon. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciated the messages that some of those students shared with us. And you know, we, we heard about students persevering through issues and, and issues that the pandemic brought to them that they had to overcome in order to complete their projects. And we even heard students give other students advice about, you know, try your hardest. Just give it a try. My hypothesis didn't come out right, so that's okay. Like We still learn and we move forward. And it was really beautiful to hear them encourage each other and how excited they were to share their work. This is not possible without your support of KZYX. So please make a donation today. This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening.